morning in our first point on this message we dealt with Zacchaeus and his curiosity curiosity you see it there in the verse 3 and he sought to see Jesus who he was and could not for the press because he was little of stature and he ran before and climbed up into the sycamore tree and so there we have his curiosity we know that the person Zacchaeus first of all we consider the name of the man Zacchaeus means pure and no doubt his parents desired that their son would live a pure wholesome and honest life well before he met the Lord his life was anything but pure as we will see later on as we look at him we find that he was a man who was dishonest and a notorious sinner described the words of Titus not only of Zacchaeus but of all sinners unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure but even their mind and conscience is defiled as well as the name of the man we know that he was a notorious man we're told that he was the chief among the publicans and he was rich publican means he was a tax collector collected taxes for the Roman government and the Jews despised the tax collectors because they would collect the money for the oppressive Romans and also they would line their own pockets with the money hence he was the chief tax collector and he was rich and they despised the tax collectors not only the person we notice the, the purpose verse 3 he sought to see Jesus who he was that tells us he didn't know the Lord sought to see Jesus who he was that was his purpose to find out who the Lord Jesus was we noted also his pursuit <coughs> the pursuit wanted to see who the Lord was but he could not we're told because of the press namely group of people the multitude of people that surrounded the Lord Zacchaeus was a man of little stature but he couldn't get to see the Lord like those who brought their friend with the, who was sick of the palsy brought the Lord brought the, the man sick of the palsy to the house where the Lord was but they couldn't get in so they had to climb up on the roof it was the press that hindered them from getting in to where the Lord was he's pointed out this morning many will use as it were the press 
representing their friends or worldly friends to keep them from Christ they're, they're drinking pal oh my my friends no I've got good living uh, they not become a Christian they'll only laugh at me and they use that as an excuse as a hindrance for them coming to the Saviour notice also his haste his haste he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see the Lord that speaks to us of the urgency of the hour the man told the Lord that our legion when the Lord went to visit the land of Gadara legion told the Lord that his name was legion because he was possessed of many devils Zacchaeus and legion have set a good example for all sinners to follow what was that example they all ran to Christ legion did Zacchaeus did and the rich young ruler in Mark 10 he did the same ran to Christ all oh, that more sinners would run to Christ run to him as he passes by that way we know that his hope his hope ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him for he was to pass that way and again we pointed out this morning his hope was to see the Lord and come to know him because the Lord was to pass that way the Lord would never pass that way again it was his last hope of knowing the Lord because the Lord was on his way to Calvary as well as the case and his curiosity we continue then this evening and consider the case and his call his call we come now to the actual meeting between Christ and Zacchaeus and the one who had sought Christ was well rewarded he was well rewarded for him, his making haste and going to a place that was in the way where the Lord would pass him by be in the way he was well rewarded as all who seek Christ and receive him as Saviour they're always well rewarded when they seek the Lord while they may the fire and call upon him while he is near they're well rewarded as the case was and looking at the dear Saviour as he makes his way to the place that's what it says to the place where Zacchaeus was and met him there we see a wonderful example of the Lord's grace his grace without a doubt what happened at the place was an act of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ first of all consider his arrival at the place the Lord's very arrival at the place where Zacchaeus was speaks to us of the Lord's grace the 
the Lord came to the very place where Zacchaeus was. And isn't that what the Lord does with every sinner whom he seeks and saves? He comes to the very place where they are to be found. We mentioned Legion earlier on. We mentioned Legion this morning. When the Lord went to Gadara and when the Lord got out of the boat Legion ran to the Lord. But where did the Lord meet with Legion? Where did the Lord go to? To reach Legion and to deliver him. Well, we'll let Mark tell us. Mark tells us, and when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him, listen, out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs. The Lord went and met with Legion in a graveyard to seek and the same legion Christ had to go to a graveyard where legion lived among the tombs there he was every day surrounded by reminders of death man who was surrounded by the signs of death Christ went to meet him there and gave him the gift of life eternal life there's only one there is only one who would have done that very thing because the people surrounding that graveyard would not go near it at all because of legion and the way he behaved he'd be ranting and raving he would behave as a a madman but Christ went he went to the very place where legion was where did the Lord meet with Saul of Tarsus met with him on the roadside no, Saul wasn't in a synagogue. He wasn't in the temple. He wasn't in a congregation. He was walking along the road with others. Going to Damascus to arrest more believers. But the point is this. Christ met him on the roadside. He met Saul right where he was. He was going to seek and to save Saul of Tarsus. And he did so meeting Saul at the side of the road meeting Legion in the graveyard and here he met with Zacchaeus as he was up a sycamore tree point is Christ went to the very place where Zacchaeus was that's what the Lord does wherever the sinner is the dear saviour will go to that very place and he will meet with the sinner there 
deep died in sin Christ will go and rescue them and pluck them as a brand from the burning he'll not abandon the sinner no he'll not pass by the sinner he'll come to wherever the sinner is and there he will save them by his grace unmerited favour as well as his arrival at the place <coughs> we're told about his attention at the place now we have learned that there was a multitude of people following and surrounding Christ that day the press had hindered Zacchaeus from coming to meet the Lord to find out who he was come to know him a multitude of people yet the Lord was interested in one person for we read in verse 5 and when Jesus came to the place he looked up and saw him now remember the multitude of people was around him yet when he came to the place he looked up and saw him and said unto him Zacchaeus make haste and come down for today I must abide at thy house the Lord didn't ignore him as the multitude would have remember didn't like tax collectors they described him as a sinner so that multitude would have passed Zacchaeus by they knew how he accumulated his riches certainly not honestly what would they want to do with this man this chief of the tax collectors well the saviour didn't ignore him no matter what his reputation was the Lord didn't ignore him there's another example of the wonderful grace of the Lord Jesus knowing Zacchaeus and showing an interest in him the Lord would not pass him by on the other side again we read when Jesus came to the place he looked up and saw him no he didn't look away from him he looked up upon Zacchaeus sure didn't the Lord show the same love and grace towards a certain blind man that we read about in the previous chapter there we read about verse 35 and it came to pass that as he was come nigh unto Jericho a certain blind man sat by the wayside begging and hearing the multitude pass by he asked what it meant and they said unto him Jesus of Nazareth passes by and he cried saying Jesus thy son of David have mercy on me and they that went before rebuked him see not interested they rebuked him 
that he should hold his peace they would have passed him by but not Christ again that's who the Lord is no we have not passed by the needy the Lord cared about the blind man the Lord cared about Zacchaeus that's who Christ is that's the Christ I preach that's the Christ I love to preach Christ who loves sinners has a love for the deepest died sinners has a love for sinners that are far away from God and who will come and meet the sinner at the very point of his or her need I recommend them to every sinner tonight he's a wonderful saviour he will receive you if you come to him this evening a loving gracious saving person as well as his grace we notice his greeting it's interesting first thing the Lord said to the little man up the tree was to call him by name nobody told the Lord oh that's the case up there the cast didn't know the Lord ah but the Lord knew him the Lord knew all about him and when the Lord called out his name there was no doubt who the Lord was speaking to who he was addressing he was addressing this man Zacchaeus he called him by name and this was a personal call because he called him by name in the midst of that multitude the Lord spoke directly to this man I often have the sinner acknowledged sitting in a gospel meeting and the preacher's preaching and they're sitting there saying that preacher knows all about me remember conducting a gospel mission in one of our churches back in Ulster and a lady who was a member of the church invited her neighbour to come to the mission and she came this particular night and the, the lady who was a member of the church told me afterwards said you know when we were driving home my neighbour said to me did you tell the preacher all about me? <laughs> no, she hadn't, of course. But what was taking place that night, the Lord was speaking to her. The Lord knew all about her, just as the Lord knew all about Zacchaeus. And so when the word is preached, 
and the sinner hears the gospel and the sinner feels oh the preacher's singling me out preacher's talking to me knows all about me not the preacher it's the Lord the Lord speaks to the sinner personally as if there's nobody else in the meeting it's good for the sinner to listen and heed the voice of the Lord as we often sing O sinner the Saviour is calling for thee long long has he called thee in vain he called thee when joy lent its crown to thy days he called thee in sorrow and pain O turn turn while the Saviour in mercy is waiting steer for the harbour light for how do you know how do you know your soul may be drifting over the deadline tonight as well as the grace and the greeting we notice also the guest the guest <clears throat> here was a man who was hated by many because of what he was and what he did and how he, he lined his own pockets. He was the chief of the tax collectors and then we read in verse 7 and when they saw it they all murmured saying that he was gone to be the guest with a man that is a sinner. They hated men like Zacchaeus. And yet, he who the multitude hated, and he who the multitude would have passed by, the Lord didn't. And just as the multitude would have passed him by, and passed by that certain blind man, they would have passed by this man, Zacchaeus. But the Lord didn't. Not only did he look up at Zacchaeus, but he told him to make haste and come down. For I must abide at thy house. Imagine. A man who others would have passed by a man who others hated the Lord said I'm going to come into thy house you know something it's the only time in the gospels where the Lord entered a house where he wasn't directly invited the only time you read about that in the gospels and yet he did it for this man this man Zacchaeus unasked, unasked the saviour stops and speaks to Zacchaeus unasked he offers himself to be a guest in the house of a man who was regarded and called a great sinner and what the Lord did for this man again or to this man 
was once more all of grace. It was all of grace. When you think of of all the individuals you meet with in the gospel, Zacchaeus, you could say, was one man who perhaps more than any did not deserve the Lord coming and speaking to him and taking notice of him and going to be a guest in his house. He didn't deserve it. It simply emphasizes once again the grace of the Lord unmerited favor. Well we know something of what the case was and what he did and how he stole from the people and cheated people. It shows us the unmerited favor of the Lord. Did he merit salvation? Did he merit having the King of Glory come into his house? Not at all. Not at all. <clears throat> Didn't Paul tell us, for by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God. It is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. By grace are you saved. And grace saves the chaos. And if any man or woman is to be saved, a young person, it will only be by grace. According to the grace of God. Because, listen, nobody, not one of us, not one person, we know that this morning, they go astray from their mother's womb. Not one deserves salvation. It's all of grace. Grace, grace, God's grace. Grace that will pardon and cleanse within. Grace, grace, God's grace. Grace that is greater. Praise the Lord. Greater than all our sin. Grace that is greater than all our sin. And to any dear soul listening to my voice tonight, do you need the Lord? Do you want to be saved? Well, you can be saved tonight by the grace of God. By His grace. Then notice something very important here. We see how the Lord pressed upon Zacchaeus to obey his call. Verse 5. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste. But he didn't stop there. Make haste and come down for today. I must abide at thy house. He emphasized the need for Zacchaeus to respond to the Lord's call immediately. Make haste, for I must abide in thy house today. No, not tomorrow. No, not tomorrow. I need to abide in thy house today. And so Zacchaeus, and saying, Make haste and come down. 
because I must abide in the house today. Devil doesn't like to hear that. Devil tells us that the sinner, I'll put it off till tomorrow. It's always tomorrow. Tomorrow. Many think that way. Ah, well, I'll wait till tomorrow. But the Lord didn't say that. Lord didn't say the case, I must abide in thy house tomorrow. No, I must abide in thy house today. And I want you to come down now. I often recorded those words of Paul. The word of the apostle, now is the accepted time. Now. Not tomorrow. Now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. And we can say, today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart. You hear the voice of the Lord today. Respond to that voice. Because that's what Zacchaeus did. We look then at the, the scene as curiosity. We consider his call. Brings us finally to his conversion. curiosity why don't you wish that more people were curious about Christ you wish more people were curious about conversion curious about salvation as far as the case was concerned this curiosity led them to Christ and the people are curious about the Lord, then that will be good. That curiosity, they lead them to Christ just as it did to Caius. And we see what happened when the Lord called the Caius. Verse 6, And he made haste and came down and received them joyfully. Three little statements in that verse. Made haste, came down, received him joyfully. There you have his response. His response. Why do men and women not respond to the call of the gospel? It's so simple. It's so simple. Could anything be more simple in responding to the call of Christ? How often, how often when a person is challenged by a call of the gospel, do they complicate matters? They do. They complicate matters. They're called to accept Christ. And what's the first thing they say? I, I couldn't keep it. 
I couldn't keep them. Well, they're right. Nobody can keep their salvation. Listen to what Peter said. Who are kept by the power of God. Are we glad of that? Are we glad that our salvation doesn't depend on our keeping it? Praise the Lord. God keeps us. We are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last day. Now, when you think of it, the Lord said to Zacchaeus, Make haste and come down, for today I must abide in thy house. Now, Zacchaeus didn't think to himself, well I better go home quickly and tidy the house up before the Lord comes. Maybe that's what most of us would do. If we're having an unexpected guest. He didn't say, oh, I must go home and tidy up the house. Not at all. But that's what people, when they say they complicate matters, that's what people say they must do. I must clean up my life first. I must stop doing this or stop doing the other. I have to clean up my life. No, you don't. Let the Lord do that. He'll do a far better job. Let the Lord clean your life through the power of his blood for the able to cleanse from all sin from every sin when the Lord said make haste and come down for today must abide in thy house he simply did what the Lord told him to do that was simple he made haste he came down he received him joyful can you get anything more simple than that come down whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved whosoever shall call it's simple it's not complicated whosoever shall call, <coughs> call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved In the text of scripture was used to bring C. H. Spurgeon as a 16 year old to the Lord it was simple as well look unto me and be ye sealed all the ends of the earth for I am God and there is none else Isaiah 45 and 22 now think of it look anybody can do that Call. Anybody can do that. The Lord said to Zacchaeus, Come down. It was all so simple. And yet, why do so many complicate matters? The Lord said, Come unto me. 
come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy lit, and I will give you rest. Look, call, come. A child can do any of those things. Why not a sinner? Come to Christ and receive him by faith. Look to Christ. Call upon Christ. Come to Christ by faith and be saved. Simple. As well as his response, you have his reception. Yes, he not only made haste and came down from the sycamore tree, but verse 6 tells us he received him. But doesn't stop there. He received him joyfully. Joyfully. Not only into his house, but into his heart. And into his life. For we read in verse 9, And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house. Salvation had come that day to Zacchaeus. And notice, receiving Christ filled them with joy. Filled his heart with joy and happiness his sins have been washed away his heart is now full of joy and praise and happiness as Peter said yet believing ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory yet believing ye rejoice with joy unspeakable you know what that means it means the joy cannot be put into words the joy that the Lord gives cannot be described joy unspeakable and full of glory oh you think again why? why? would anyone not want to have the Lord in their heart and in their lives when receiving him will fill them with joy unspeakable it's not what men are looking for in these days and have for centuries something that gives them joy and happiness but here is the path to joy and happiness Christ make haste come down for today I must abide in my heart and he made haste he came down and received him joyfully. Simple. As well as his response and his reception, we notice his restitution. That's right. This is why Zacchaeus and other tax collectors were so hated by the Jews. For we read in verse 8, And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord Behold Lord the half of my goods I give to the poor and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation I restore it unto him fourfold 
Notice something there. Notice how he addressed Christ. He addressed him as Lord. Zacchaeus, in a short time before, didn't know the Lord. And now he addresses him as Lord. Christ was Lord of his life. Yes, if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. Now why did he say that? Evidently because he had taken money through false pretenses. He had taken money and lined his pockets. Hence, he was rich. But not only that, he had, up until he met the Lord, he was a man who was taking money from the poor. But now we read, he told the Lord, the half my goods I'll give to the poor. And I would believe that after he had made restitution, whatever money that was his own, he gave to the poor. Instead of a taking hand, he now had a giving hand. Evidence that this man was a new creature in Christ Jesus. He made restitution. I mentioned from time to time the Reverend W.P. Nicholson, William Patterson Nicholson, the great preacher from Northern Ireland. He had preached in different parts of the world. He was a man who was mightily used of God. He held the gospel mission in a building that's called the Ulster Hall in Belfast. Seats about 2,000. Not far from the Ulster Hall was the Belfast shipyard, Harlan and Wolfe. Incidentally, where the Titanic was built. And the shipyard workers would, whenever quitting time came, they would walk from the shipyard to the Ulster Hall to hear Nicholson preach. They hadn't gone home to get washed or changed their clothes. They just came in their overalls. They came just as they were. The Ulster Hall was packed out every night. And many of those shipyard workers were saved through the preaching of Nicholson. Do you know what happened? Those shipyard workers, when they got saved, they started to bring back the stuff they had stolen from the shipyard in their unconverted days. And they kept bringing the tools back and other materials back that they had stolen. And you know something? 
There had to be a shed built in the shipyard to house all the stuff that had been returned by those men that stolen them. Restitution. That was evidence that those shipyard workers were saved. They wanted to put things right with their fellow man and with their employer. And that shed was there until recently. And it was called Nicholson's Shed. <laughs> it was named after the preacher. Nicholson's Shed. Because the workers that were saved under Nicholson's preaching brought the stuff back that stolen and they had to build a shed the house at all. A sure sign they were truly born again and were new creatures in Christ. The same was the case. That day that the Lord looked up told him to make haste and come down for today I must abide in my house was the day that salvation came to Zacchaeus. What a wonderful story. May the Lord bless his word to our hearts. Let's bow in prayer. Our dear loving Father, we thank thee for the power of the gospel, the power of the blood, that the Lord can turn thieves into honest men. I thank thee, Lord, for what thou didst do in the life of Zacchaeus, what thou didst do in the life of those shipyard workers in Belfast. We thank thee for what thou hast done in the lives, Lord, of so many. They've become new creatures in Christ Jesus. All things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Bless thy word tonight. Use it, Lord, to the glory of thy name and the salvation of souls. Answer prayer. Again, Lord, be with us as we part the one from the other tonight. Take us to our homes in safety and abide with us there. Be with us, Lord, and are going out and coming in this week. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit abide and remain with us now till the day breaks and the shadows all flee away. Amen. Amen.